0: But we commence today's program with our regular contributor, Connie Rice, to help us unpack the 37 count federal indictment of former President Donald Trump unsealed on Friday. As if you didn't know, it's been news, news, news all weekend about this indictment, which we expected when we told you days ago that he uh, he and his attorneys had been informed that he was, in fact, the target of this of this investigation. Surprise, surprise. Connie Rice, good to have you back. How are you today? On Valium. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read this indictment, and I had to ask a doctor for a valium for <laughs> uh, What,
0: what, what, what about, what about the indictment uh, brought that on?
1: Oh, Tavis, yeah, I, you know, very few things can shut me up. Just ask my brother, yeah, you know. This, <laughs> I, I, I was speechless, dumbfounded. Okay, so let's get the first—let's get the lawyer these stuff out of the way. He's presumed innocent. Mm -hmm. These are allegations. (laughs) He's presumed innocent until proven in a court of law beyond a reasonable doubt with facts and, you know, proof that he did this stuff. But if the indictment is to be believed and if it's proven— Let's forget about all the Espionage Act, you know, legal jumble about obstruction and you know, all of the conspiracy. Let's, let me just break it down. Mm-hmm. If the indictment is correct, this man, he stole nuclear secrets. Let me say that again. He stole nuclear secrets of the United States of America and lied about it to the FBI to keep them. Mm-hmm. He stole... Satellite keyhole, sources of information. This is how the military, military satellite information, and he lied to the FBI. He lied to his lawyers. He lied to everybody in order to keep these documents that belong to to the American people. He stole war defense plants, what we would do in a war with Iran, and lied to keep the documents. He stole documents that talked about our allies' vulnerabilities in nuclear war and our military capabilities and vulnerabilities. Tavis, Mm. Aldrin Ames, and Robert Hansen, the two biggest spies of of the 20th century, didn't do this much damage in terms of potential of what these kinds of documents could have done and may have done. I'm just – so let's just be clear about what this – this is not about documents. It is about the national security of the United States. And I – if – you don't have to take it from me when I – you know, I'm on Valium, so maybe you shouldn't (laughs) take it from me. But take it from William Barr, former President Trump's former attorney general, who twisted the Mueller report into an exoneration – who defended Trump through the first impeachment? There was nothing that man wouldn't do to corrupt the Department of Justice to defend Trump when he was president. Now he was on Sunday, one of the few Republicans uh, on Sunday, on broadcaster Fox News, and he said that if half of these allegations are true, Trump is toast. That these were direct. This is these. These are not his words. These are my words. These documents form a dagger at the throat of the national security of the United States. This is not minor stuff. And to hear the Republicans uh, – uh, I call it the grievance and outlaw party, the GOP, or the grifters and outlaw party – they're on TV, Graham, all of the Republican leaders, some of them, well, let me say the majority of them, not, not Mitch McConnell coming, but talking about, but yeah, I know, we know he stole nuclear, so he may have stolen nuclear secrets, but what about Hunter Biden's toothbrush? What about Hillary Clinton's wedding invitations on her emails? You know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, anyway, this is super serious stuff. It is it, just astonishing.
0: Yeah, it, didn't, it didn't take uh, Connie long, uh, as I say all the time. Nobody turns a phrase like Connie. Uh, Miles got in my ear and says, I love it. Fraudcaster. <laughs> Fraudcaster. That's what Fox News is. Um, only Connie Rice. Only Connie Rice. Just getting started uh, with Connie. Um, there's a great deal more to unpack. And I think what you hear Connie suggesting, not suggesting, saying, frankly, uh, forthrightly and boldly and correctly, is that everybody who has read this indictment, as I have, is just gobsmacked by how much worse it is than we thought. We thought he stole us some documents. We knew that part, at least. But it's so much worse, so much worse than anybody initially thought. More when we come forward with Connie Rice in a moment. It's that said, we continue our conversation now with our regular contributor, the towering public intellectual, Connie Rice, as we tried to understand better uh, what Donald Trump did When he stole these documents, 37 count bombshell Fell indictment unsealed on Friday, 37 felonies, including 31 counts under the Espionage Act of willful retention of classified records. You heard Connie earlier starting to break this down. Connie, how about how about the point I made a moment ago? I'm just watching. I want to make the most of our time between now and the bottom of the hour before we get to Randall Kennedy. Um, the, The point I made a moment ago that everybody seems to have made, which is that this is so much worse than you and I expected or thought initially.
1: You're absolutely right. It's, it's the intensity and the severity of the classifications of the documents that some of the documents were so highly classified, they can't even tell you what the classification was. Uh, So it, it, it's, it is top secret, at least 22 of top secret and way, way, way above that. The, um, it's, it's also the fact that, um, it's the fact that it's Trump's words. Mm-hmm. from his rallies, from his interviews, from his audio tapes where he actually confesses, I know I shouldn't have these these documents. They're classified. They're secret. I used to be able to declassify them when I was president, but I can't now. But I'm going to tell you about this document anyway. So he published the, at least to two people, staffers and, and, and fundraisers and who knew who else. It was the incredibly reckless and irresponsible way that after he put these documents in boxes, directed them to be put on the plane— This this is, of course, again, allegations. They have to be proven. So he's presumed innocent. But if the indictment is correct, this wasn't some accident. These documents didn't just drop into a box that ended up at Mar-a-Lago. He actually selected, directed, and then after they were taken down to to Bedminster and to Mar-a-Lago, apparently, he, he instructed his staff to make sure that his lawyers and the FBI could not find them after he told the archives, National Archives, no, you can't have... These documents back, they're mine. And then after he lied and shuffled the boxes around to make sure that nobody could find them, and the and the and the FBI comes with a search warrant to say, you know what, you are intentionally withholding these documents. We know you have them because your staff has told us you have them, and we're coming to search. Then he launches a violent reaction that actually gets somebody killed in the Midwest trying to attack an FBI. Uh, you remember all of that drama mm. around the search warrant of Mar-a-Lago. So when you take this all together, it's the fact that it's in his words. You don't see indictments. And I talked to about eight of my friends who are federal prosecutors. They said so they have never seen an indictment like this because it's mostly the defend, the, the accused, the, the 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 defendant's words, Trump's words, uh, through everything he said on tape at his mm-hmm. rallies and so forth. But it's also, he was it was so bad, not only that, he asked his lawyers, can we just lie about the fact that we have mm-hmm. the documents? Can we destroy the documents? And that's how the judge judge, judge the judge in D.C. said, you know what? He actually enlisted his lawyers in a crime. We're going to pierce attorney-client privilege. And that's why in this indictment, another extraordinary factor of it is that you have the lawyer's notes and lawyer's words. Because he, he was so corrupt in how he tried to keep these documents. That a judge said you can pierce attorney-client privilege. This is extraordinary to have. Us. Most of the prosecutors I talked to, all of them, have said, "Never before and never again will you see an indictment like this." Read it.
0: It it is extraordinary. And to your earlier point, um, uh, the the fraudcaster, not the broadcaster, the fraudcaster, Fox News, is still you know spinning it uh, as it will. Uh, or not giving the the, the the amount of coverage that other networks are. Number one, number two, the other point you made earlier, is that there have been few Republicans, and I do mean few, who have come out uh, and demanded and insisted that he get out of the race right now uh, uh, for president. And to your point, we've never seen anything like it, and we likely never will again. I mean, this is it's it's stunning. Um, again, I, I said earlier, gobsmack is the only word I can think of when I got a chance to get into it and see exactly what he stole, to your point, nuclear secrets and beyond. And yet, and yet, Republicans are still circling the wagons. How do you read that? Because you can't, you, can't, you can't steal anything worse than nuclear secrets, uh, and, and, okay. and they're still circling the wagons. How, how do you read that? Because
1: we no longer have a political party in the GOP. What we have is a corrupt enabler of an authoritarian, of a corrupt authoritarian. And once a political party becomes captured and hijacked by an authoritarian, the elite leaders of that, of that political organ, that party, they strike what historians of tyranny call the authoritarian bargain. And that means that they will defend all corruption of the leader to whom they now place their loyalty above all else, including the welfare of their children, including the, the security of the country, including the Constitution. They have, they, they, they have, they have circled the wagons to defend um, a sexual assault civil uh, conviction. They have uh, 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 defended violent insurrection. They have defended, uh, you know, blackmailing Ukraine uh, uh, to get political dirt. Um, um, they They have defended every corruption of every constitutional principle, the Constitution itself, and criminal law. Why? Because once you back an authoritarian who has distorted reality so that a third of the public believes lies over truth, they become complicit. And so they're not just defending a corrupt liar and, 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 and authoritarian, they are defending their identity. Mm-hmm. And what he has done in a more masterful way, probably you haven't seen since the Weimar Republic and World War II, is the ability to whip lies and grievance into a distorted reality so that there's Earth one where you and I and normal Americans, the eighty percent of Americans who think that stealing nuclear secrets endangers national security. Well on Earth two in MAGA Nutland, stealing nuclear secrets is okay because he's done it. Mm. So that's that's what it means, Tavis. And this you've gotten to the heart of the real it's it's yes we can be gobsmacked by we should be gobsmacked by stealing nuclear secrets in this way. But what's really godsmacking is that 64 percent of Republicans don't think this is a problem. Mm-hmm. That's where we are. That's the frame we are in.
0: As so, Connie Rice always says, get your frame right. And we are trying to make sure in this moment that we get our frame right. Uh, a few other uh, uh, notes to add to this conversation. Some of the charges, including the conspiracy and concealment counts, carry a maximum prison sentence of 20 years. So maximum of 20 years on some of these 37 uh uh, felony accounts uh, he has now been indicted on. Um, as for Donald Trump, he has said uh, continually uh, that he denies any wrongdoing in this case. He maintained that stance on Friday, writing uh, on his Truth Social Media post, and I quote, under the Presidential Records Act, I'm allowed to do all this, close quote. He then criticized uh, Jack Smith, uh, calling him a Trump hater, a deranged psycho. That should not be involved in any case having to do with justice. Those are the words of uh, your former president Donald Trump. A couple other things, right quick. Um, you mentioned um, the insurrection that these Republicans have circled the wagons on for for a couple of years now, it seems. Um, but there's increased uh, talk of violence, Connie. I, I was just, uh, you know, not surprised, but just uh, disappointed, um, for lack of a better word, uh, by the calls for violence from many of his supporters. I read um, a number of posts where his supporters were were saying that this nonsense is not going to stop until they start seeing bodies stack up. It's time to get violent. That this nonsense is not going to stop until they start seeing bodies stack up. I have not as yet this morning seen poll numbers as to whether he's gotten a bump because of this indictment on Friday, but I've certainly seen numbers that his fundraising has gone through the roof once again. Um, So his fundraising is up. His poll numbers will likely go up. While his supporters call for violence and bodies stacking up Uh, your thoughts.
1: Well, we saw what happened when he called for violence uh, to keep Biden out of office and to stop the peaceful transfer of power. And we had a violent insurrection in which at least five cops died. One hundred thirty seven people were hospitalized. So they've been stacking up the bodies. Uh, they're just they're just they're just gonna get reignited like they they but it's not gonna be a systemic reignition. It's probably gonna be lone wolves, that's what the FBI is thinking right now. Mm-hmm. But more to the point that you were raising before the break, Tavis, when you were talking about the amount of time that he could he's gotta be convicted first. Mm-hmm. And the judge who did somersaults and, and backward triple Lutzes <laughs> 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 to 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 uh, give his lawyers every chance to and, and indulge every stupid argument about prosecutorial misconduct. That judge has now been assigned this trial. And that judge, Eileen Cannon, can do a lot to, to, to sort of tip the balance in a hung jury. She's going to she'll preside over the speed of the trial. She can slow it down. Mm -hmm. She can limit the evidence. She can actually reverse the piercing of attorney-client privilege and knock out that evidence. She can make it difficult for the prosecution to present safely uh, highly classified documents by saying, no, you've got to out them, and then they can't use the documents. But here's the thing I really think. Yes, she can mess with this thing in a lot of ways through pretrial motions and, and the pace of, of the, she can accommodate all of his uh, election campaigning stuff. I know he has a rally this day, will postpone X, Y, and Z hearing. Here's the thing that I really fear. If she goes all out to tip the scales in favor of Trump the way she did with the search warrant, there's a rule called Rule 29, two areas. after conv- If he's convicted, she can preside over sentencing, she could just decide not to apply the guidelines and, and just say, to, you know, we're not sentencing a former president. Mm-hmm. Or she can, she can entertain a motion under Rule 29 and direct an acquittal. And if she directs an acquittal, that decision cannot be reviewed by the mm-hmm. 11th Circuit. So I'm concerned about mm-hmm. the actual process of the trial under Judge Eileen Cannon if she keeps the case. So, so, and, uh, and, and that, that, that's just what I would worry about
0: right now. Well, those, those uh, legitimate worries in the 90 seconds I have left here, then what, um, in lot of what you just said, what, what do we expect from his court appearance tomorrow, Tuesday?
1: Well, a magistrate judge will arraign him. He'll be fingerprinted, photographed. Um, the big, the big issue there will be, does he have to surrender his passport uh, or his passports because he has several and then uh, setting the first, the first hearing dates. So. That's all that will happen, but there's a security issue. They've got to probably take him through a tunnel. It'll be in Miami in the Southern District of Florida, Federal Court, and you've got the U.S. Marshals, the Secret Service. You've got Miami-Dade Police Department and so forth. It's going to be there. We expect to see more demonstrations outside the courtroom than you did when he was uh, uh, arraigned in New York for the uh, uh, the damages uh, from the documents that he had that had damaged the New York election um that trial by Aunt alvin bragg
0: yeah. um we will spend a lot of time i suspect in the coming weeks and months talking about this because there is never in the history of this republic never been anything quite like what we are witnessing and experiencing in real time right now it's a civics lesson on a number of different levels uh and so expect to hear the voice of connie rice routinely uh and who better to uh to unpack this for us than connie rice um as we um as we Going down this rabbit hole, as it were, <laughs> in the next in the next number of months. Kind of good to have you on. We'll talk again soon. I promise you. Take care. Take care. Thanks for your time.